Hey, y'all. I know I need to add a splash to my wardrobe. So do you? Our friends at Dianu have you covered. Dianu helps celebrate the vibrant African culture and feel connected to your roots with every single garment. While it's a celebration for African culture, it's not just for those with African heritage. It's for everyday people like us. We the culture. From sweaters, shirts for the fellas, crop tops, dresses, and skirts for the ladies, and some fun matching fits for the whole family, Dianu has you covered. Go to Dianu.com. That's D-I-Y-A-N-U.com. And use the promo code RICHLOVESKICKS to save 10% off your order. Dianu, a way to be bold, be proud, and express yourself wherever you are. Looking for Greek apparel that is simple, chic, and incognito? Need a gift for your favorite NPHC member? Crossing Greek Apparel can help you or them represent sororities or fraternities without breaking any rules. Save 15% on your next purchase with code MENTALPOD. Yeah, your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm a central man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip, though. I don't want to sick my ship, so. Gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent, though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know. Your mental matters. Your mental matters. Up, mental though? matters, yeah. What up, though, my baby? What up, though? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, father of the year candidate Jarrell is here. Oh boy. boy, Rich is here. Welcome back to the Mental Matters Podcast here, redefining man up properly for the culture. I am here with the man that is even harder to get in contact with now. Jarrell, how you doing, bro? I'm here. I'm present. I'm participating. Uh, what else? I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm hydrated. Um... Yeah, even though it's cold outside, I'm, I'm warm in my heart <laughs> listen, <laughs> because of the family and friends that we have. Listen, and paternal because Jarrell been out here being good husband, good daddy, good baby daddy, all in the same instance. <laughs> and he is still claiming that, you know, he got his baby girl and she dropped his baby girl. So... How how's fatherhood treating you, brother? I've been telling everybody this is like my new saying. Like I'm just taking it one diaper change at a time. Like <laughs> <laughs> from diaper change to diaper change. In between those diaper changes, it's filled with laughs. It's filled with just like, why are you crying? It's filled with like, oh, come here, let me burp you. Making meals, um, sending off text messages days after I received them. So replying days later, like it's, it's, it's like a different level of like adulting. Like adulting was already like tough, but this one is, I'm not going to say it seems like I'm finding my footing in it, but it's just like, I wake up, I see my baby and I'm just like, Oh, let me get stuff done. You know, it's like she gives me like a burst of energy just seeing her. Whether mm-hmm. she's crying, whether she's sleeping, whether she's smiling, it's it don't it don't matter. It's like I just sense her like in the room when I wake up, and I'm like, yeah, I got to get up and get to it. So 
it's, mm. it's different for sure. It's like a renewed <laughs> purpose out here. It is. It is. But all like, in all, I've been good though. I'm trying to be like you one day, man. Don't don't <laughs> let me mess around with somebody, daddy. I'm listen. Maybe gonna have ice and like the anyway. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> I would like to say my goddaughter is amazing, y'all. Uh, I the first time I held her, she was chilling. She was cool. I think she pooped a little bit on me, but it wasn't like on me, on me. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like one of those, uh, one of those, uh, I bet they won't catch this. And <laughs> <laughs> nah, <laughs> that wasn't this and this wasn't that. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. all right. But, um, yeah, man, I love to see it. I'm looking forward to all the first of things. And um, I'm still trying to figure out what my first pair of J is going to be for, but we'll see how that goes. Um, but anyway, it's gonna be hard to do because drill. She already on pair like number seven already, and I. And... Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that many. It might be. You at least at like five or six for her. That's true. Alone, we even yeah. talking about you. Yeah, that's true. She at least five or six. She probably got the cherry twelves, don't she? Yeah. <laughs> 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 rest <of> my case. <laughs> oh boy! Jeez. <laughs> it wasn't the plan. It 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 just happened. It's like the first yeah. episode. No, <laughs> uh, just happened. Oh, so it you just, just like, you just was like, oh no, and your car reader hit the thing on Apple Tap or a car tap, and it was like, boom, approved. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I bet. And also, <laughs> pigs are made of pork. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, you know, I, I've been feeling good lately. I've been feeling like a, a sense of belonging lately. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to say, thank God for therapy. Um, mm-hmm. Therapy does matter. Yep. But one thing I also remember, we always... A couple episodes, probably not a couple episodes, it's been a while. But anyway, a few episodes ago, we talked about, you know, the, a balance. I think we had Bishop Harrison, we talked about it, um, about the importance of making sure that you pray through your circumstances, but also go do the work behind it, especially the therapy piece. Um I found myself in a weird balance of both lately. Like it's everything I've been praying for in terms of like career wise with my friends, my family, your loved ones. And it's like everything I've been praying for and speaking life into is starting to like come back full circle. Mm-hmm. And this is not going to be like a, a religious, like Holy ghost moment per se, but we have learned and you have probably heard some of my rants on the Mental Matters podcast, Instagram accounts, and TikToks, if you will, about things that therapy taught me. Mm-hmm. And since Jarrell never entertains my shenanigans because he is busy being a baby daddy, a dad, <laughs> a husband, he's still out here on his uncle believe me alone duties. <laughs> We are going to get into a string of things that therapy taught us. Now, these can be as 
this I want to I want to start this conversation by saying I understand that therapy ain't for everybody, but I think you at least owe it to yourself, no matter who's listening right now, to find a therapy or a therapist or a self care mechanism or method that works for you, because mm-hmm. we all stress about things that are in and outside of our control. And what I found is in my own personal life, when I work through those things, when I talk to my therapist, when I text my therapist, even the current day, um, when I talk to my best friends, when I hit up <laughs> Jarrell at like 3.30 in the morning about my insomnia things, right? You know, asking are these type of things normal as if you ever went through that as a black man. He don't respond to hours later because obviously you sleep. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm reassured that things happening are normal and to normalize them is one thing, but to address them full on is another thing. So with that being a little bit of the story here, Jarrell, you mentioned to me recently that you have went to therapy. Is that true? That is true. Was it personal therapy? Was it like marital therapy or what, what was it? So it started as personal and then it began to become where my wife and I were going together and then we were breaking off again into personal. So kind of oh, a mixture of both. Oh, you did the work work. <laughs> Certainly. Bet. Gotta do the work, man. Listen, if you're going to be married to anybody, y'all got to go and do the work together. And in order to be able to bring your best self to the table, you got to do that work for yourself. I know because I too did both. Mm-hmm. So let's start off the cuff. What's one thing you could think? The first thing that pops in your mind. What's one thing that therapy taught you? Just because you say it doesn't mean your partner hears it. Or like. Mm. Just just because you mean it a certain way, the way that you say it doesn't necessarily become the way that they hear it. So it's like, okay. for instance, like if I can't think of a good example right now, I'm trying to, but like for instance, it's like something simple. It's just like, hey, like uh, like when people do the thing where they say like, love you is different than I love you, like. Mm-hmm those can be perceived as two different things, right? Or like, for instance, um, it kind of goes back to like how we spoke about love languages in the past. If I come in the door from work and my wife is already there um, and I say, oh, hey, babe, how you doing? Like to me, that's like acknowledging her and acknowledging that she's in the house and acknowledging that she's my wife. But to her, she may want me to come up, hug her, give her a kiss on the cheek that is like her way of being acknowledged rather than the way I was acknowledging her. So the way that you say things and the way that you attempt to show or express how you feel about someone, it may not be the way that they want it to be interpreted to them. If that mm. makes sense. You know, I, 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 I immediately did that one thing I try not to do when I, I heard you say this, I tried mm-hmm. to put myself in your position mm-hmm. and see how this applies to me. It's a very bad habit. But let me see if I understand it by responding this way. See, I'm, I'm changing y'all, getting better at life. <laughs> it's sort of like 
say for instance, if it's been a while since I sent you. Mm-hmm. Grant, this might be a bad example because one, I see you a lot more these days, but then two, I hail way further below in comparison than it comes to the love of your life. So let's let's put that out there. <laughs> I love you very, very deeply, but I cannot give you the same love that Gabby gave you. Mm-hmm. When I see you, it's like, bro, <laughs> what up, though, my baby? Mm-hmm. Is that automatic excitement when I see you? Is that embrace when I see you? It's like, bro, hug, bring it in, bring it in, bring it back in. How you feel? You good? You good? Cool. I think it's the display. It goes to that love language piece. And I think what you're mentioning is when I see my wife and I get off work, you know, that whole, hey, boy, how you doing? Smoking, smoothing her cheek. That's cool. But like, you got to have the same excitement. Like, uh, what's his name? What's his name? The announcer for the Detroit Lions. Oh. That do the 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 play by Dan Miller. Dan Miller. The excitement that Dan Miller had when the Detroit Lions (laughs) score a touchdown. Right. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. That's how you score. (laughs) It needs to be it 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 ends up translating better. When there's Mm -hmm. that level of excitement, when you acknowledge somebody you love and cherish. To me, that's a stronger love language than, hey, boo, how you was, how was your day? Mm -hmm. And so I practice that (laughs) (laughs) and I get a better response from my significant other. Now, granted, there would be some tired days. Joe, you probably had a stressful day at work this week, didn't you? Mm -hmm. But once you get that out, it's making that concerted effort to be like, first and foremost, <laughs> let me just acknowledge you real quick. I miss you all day. Come here. Just like I give my wife hugs more these days. Like, because it's a lot of things going on in the world. The whole uh Palestine thing happening with all these bomb bombs and airstrikes and things, and just read that uh a situation in which I think a whole generation of children were executed via bomb strike. That is students in elementary, middle, high, and college school levels. All this education wiped out. So much that I believe Israeli officials said we are put a, a in the immediate pause in the rest of the school year because we're teaching. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to use the necessarily just use that example for the sake of, you know, I want to make sure there's awareness piece because we here at the Mental Matters podcast, we definitely not only sympathize, but we, we see the world as it is and we try to do the best we can within it. We're as ghetto. Mm-hmm. With that being said, the sentiment that I want to make sure I get across is, you know, every day can be your last day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you might as well get that love while you're here. Embrace that love while you're here. Like you chose your partner for a reason. And if you, the more you make her feel appreciated in the moment, no matter how bad your day was and her day was, mm-hmm. those romances, like for you, your baby girl, when she can really feel you, 
<laughs> that's gonna make a world of difference later. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like I think with that, that was also something that therapy taught me in, in retrospect as well. And you know, that whole intention piece is you know important, but communication is is more than key. You know, some people it's cliche, but it's more than key. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. What has therapy taught me recently? I got you. <laughs> therapy taught me that there's nothing wrong with leftovers. Okay. That you gotta left- break that down. <laughs> got you. It's, it's multiple phases we go in here. It can be that leftover chili. Mm-hmm. You know, it may, that leftover Benihana's always hit better the second day than the first day. Let's be real. Right. Mm-hmm. Leftovers in terms of your relationships, your people. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you remember back when I think and I went to I went to church and got this this word the other day, last Sunday. Mm-hmm. And one of the things the pastor talked about was not only being being made a blessing for others, but also how leftovers can be blessings. And I was just sitting there like, what in the world is man talking about? You crazy, bro. But like, <laughs> you ever just realize how good leftovers are for like a good little resting period? You know what I'm saying? Like, your, your steak don't taste good as soon as you pull that ball out the frying pan. If you do that, if you go that route. No. Right. Sometimes you let that thing rest mm-hmm. and it's better later or better the next day. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're the same way as people. Mm-hmm. You know, we may be, like, powerful in this moment. We may be good in this moment. But with a little rest? It's like how the Lions about to come out in a week <laughs> or so after this bye week. They right. was good already. I'm pretty sure after this bye week, we gonna get day. We gonna get Montgomery back at the running back position. Them boys gonna be primed to make a real playoff push. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a it's a miracle about how much rest can give for leftovers. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, another example given was about like, you know, you always didn't get the cute girl in middle school, high school, right? You know, mm-hmm. they went after the older guys. They went after the ballers. They went after all these other people, et cetera. You were some leftovers. <laughs> now look at you. You are mm-hmm. someone's whole entire husband. Y'all have a beautiful relationship. Mm-hmm. Dope house. A baby girl. They say often in dating relationships, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Mm-hmm. Vice versa for women when it comes to men. Right? Mm-hmm. right. Same thing. Leftovers, baby. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Put me to the side. You know, you do your best preparations, etc. So yeah. Leftovers is key, man. <laughs> don't sleep, don't sleep on leftovers. Because them leftovers, they hit, they hit different the next day with a little rest, a little refrigeration, you know, 
that leftover apple cider hit different. You put some ice in it the next day. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Hey. It may be something else in there, but mind y'all business. <laughs> mind y'all business. Anyway. <laughs> so that's one thing therapy taught me. That's that's another that's one thing therapy taught me. What's another thing therapy taught you, Jarrell? I know you got at least one more in. Yeah. Um as as I'm just thinking, you know, like the last session I had, one of the things that um I would say I was thinking about was I was told like delay the de- being delayed is not the same as being denied. Mm. <laughs> it it came up because um I think I had mentioned like some of like the ambitions that I had as like a 17 year old, then like as a 20 year old versus currently. And um and even though like my, my therapist was telling me like how I should look at myself as you know successful and 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 as thriving and as being you know the person that I am, like those ambitions that I had when I was like 17 or 20 to like do more in the community or do more for my family, like I don't necessarily have to put those things on the back burner or do away with them just because they haven't happened yet. Um and she was just mentioning to me that like delay being delayed is not the same as being denied because there's like so much more life to live. There's so many more opportunities that I could take. Like there's so much more um time um that I have in order to like achieve like the things that I said were the things that I wanted to do when I was younger, right? Mm-hmm. Um she mentioned like, you know, as you get older, you know, you do start to not necessarily accept the things that life give you, but you can become easily complacent with just falling into like the systems or like the success that you've had. So like us working as engineers or, you know, us being, you know, husbands, it's like we fall into that routine because, you know, day to day we want to, we know that there's like a set of things that we have to hit on a daily basis in order to deem the day complete or productive. So it's not a bad thing that we fall into like those routines, but, if there are things outside of those that we want to achieve, then we have to make room for those throughout our daily routine on a daily or maybe a weekly or monthly basis to check in to make sure that we're moving towards those things being accomplished. So that's basically in a nutshell, just because you haven't done it yet doesn't mean that it's not something you can't do or something that you don't, you you don't have to make room to do. Right. So Mm -hmm. that's like one of the things that came up within one of my like, Probably, I would say, towards the end of the summer. I was just had a session of just being, like, really frank with her about, like, yeah, I said I would do things like this and things like that. And when I was in high school, I didn't necessarily know how I would do it, but it was on the back of my mind. And she was really frank with me and just said, like, just because it hasn't been done yet doesn't mean that you have to do away with it. So. Mm-hmm. Ooh, child. I feel like you got in my business with that, and I don't like that. <laughs> That's one thing. That's one thing about therapy. Therapy. One thing it taught me is that it can be very uncomfortable at moments. Mm-hmm. But once you do that work, though, you feel like you feel like you got the armor of God on you. You feel like <laughs> you got your CPL and you bought one of them things and you got it on you at all times. Like, oh boy, <laughs> a good therapy session had you feeling like. 
you know how to move in life. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like a lot of people don't realize that it's like another method of it's another version of your health. Mm-hmm. They said one of the most dangerous things is a black person with education. Mm-hmm. I will beg to I will add to that and say, I think one of the most powerful things, one of the most powerful beings in the world, and I'm speaking for the fellas, is a black man who is educated, emotionally aware, mm-hmm. and secure, in touch with their feminine side. And aware of their physical and mental fitness. Hmm. Nowhere did I say rich and balling. Right. Health is wealth, baby. Like, once you have that self-confidence and self-awareness about yourself, you are just like... You like the co-host of this podcast, man. Like, it's (laughs) you feel like it's nothing you can't do. Like, nobody can tell you no because, like you mentioned earlier, a no just might be a simple delay. Mm-hmm. You know, it don't necessarily mean it's over for you. It just means right, not right now. Um, and so that's just, you hit it on the head, bro. Um, I don't even top, I don't, I'm not even trying to top that, but how would I even? How do I come back? <laughs> it's, a, it's a wrap. Uh, Speak your truth. <laughs> I think one of the I think one of the best things that I'm thinking about just piggyback off of you I think one of the best things that therapy taught me is that um, everyone's 100% is not weighed the same mm-hmm. okay. like I could shoot 100% from the field in the basketball court or a baseball diamond or as a quarterback etc if I only take one shot or two shots and make them versus somebody that's like 95% and they took a hundred shots to hit 95 of them shots. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a hundred percent. is not the same. Got it's you. way different. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just based on what we keep, we've talked about this whole episode, what you have equipped yourself to do. You know, with the tools that you learn, with the things that you learn in life, you know, if you haven't worked on your jump shot and you hit that first one, you might feel a sense of accomplishment. But if you be in the gym, you put up 100 shots every single day, Mm -hmm. you run laps every single day, you get your conditioning together, that one jump shot may be easier when it's game time. Same thing with therapy. <laughs> you know, you get the tools, you use them tools over and over and over again. So when it's time to actually use them in real life and someone's talking about you bad or you deal with an alcoholic in your life or like you are tested as a, your patience is tested as a father for you, not me. I don't know nothing about what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Even as an uncle for me, being an uncle, being a godfather, et cetera, like there are things that these little ones may do 
that may have you like, all right, what did you learn? Situations like this will happen. Okay. Let's try this. And versus never being prepared to handle those situations before because you didn't run practice. You didn't run that route at practice. You didn't practice that fire drill how you were supposed to. You know what I'm saying? So practice makes perfect. And, you know, if we never had the tools, how can you use them? Jay-Z once said, Nobody wins on the family feud. We all screwed because we didn't have the tools. How can you fix it? Go get them tools. Go learn them. So, wasn't trying to drop it. But I just wanted to make sure I put it in perspective because there's somebody out there that never had the tools and don't even know where to get the tools. Um, Get them from a whole variable of places. Um, Start with your therapist. Start with your, your birth circles, your sister circles, your... Um, somebody you trust that you can tell your things to unpack those things with and they won't necessarily judge you but they may just hold you accountable a therapist ain't got nothing, no problem to do that because they got their copay they are trained to do this and they will get all in our case in your black ass business and you just gonna be like wow <laughs> That's a harsh reality. Mm-hmm. And then here's the tools to handle that harsh reality. For example, and I'm done after them, hop off my soapbox after this. My great my great-grandfather, rest his soul, once told me that everything you can do can be done in moderation. Also, my mother's alcoholic. So she didn't follow that rule. Mm-hmm. But I say that to say. You know, she's going to do the best that she knows how to do. Mm-hmm. I can only handle certain phone calls from her for a certain duration of time. My boundaries are more important than et cetera. But most, and also, I remember specifically my therapist taught me a victory may not be my mother being sober in life. A victory for me may be knowing that my mother's alive. Mm-hmm. And that shit? Mm-hmm. I ain't like my therapist that day. I just want to let y'all know that right now. I did not like that man that day, but it was a major key into dealing with and creating a new relationship with my mother. And I'm not going to say it's perfect these days, but it's manageable. Beforehand, I would avoid and avoid and avoid, and that does nothing but cause conflict and distance between us. Versus, I'm like, girl, you drunk. You sound like it. How you feel? You okay? You alive today? You good? What you eat today? She'll talk. She'll talk some more. She'll talk one more time. Then she'll say something stupid. And then that's something like, all right, I gotta go. I can't do this no more. Bye. See you later. So there's that. So in all, you know, find what tools works best for you. Learn the tools that you can that apply best to you. Something wrong with repeated lessons. And uh, y'all got this, man. We believe in y'all. Nobody else do. So, see? That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be for you. (laughs) Wasn't bad at all. See? Good.
Well, I think this is a good place to close out, but what I was going to say is that there's many resources for therapists, counselors, um, mental health nurses, nurse practitioners, things of that nature. Um, many different websites and resources to find them. So a couple of them, definitely want to give a shout out to my friends and homies at Black Mental Wellness. Um, you can check out Black Mental Wellness. I always get this part wrong because domains don't like me back. So yeah, there's there's that. Um, but I just want to give a shout out to them because every November, so it seems, Black Mental Wellness has their annual virtual conference. Um, by the time you guys listen to this, you may have missed it, but there should be a recap. Just make sure you go check out Black Mental Wellness on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, basically anywhere you get your um, social media and things. They are there. I want to say the website is, I'm going to tell you in a second, a second, a second, a second. Meantime, don't judge me. Because y'all can't remember stuff most of the time either. Blackmentalwellness.com. It's a .com. It's not a .org. Blackmentalwellness.com. I also mention them because every year, at least for the past, I want to say two years. Sure. Past two years, the Mental Matters Podcast has been a community sponsor of their annual conference. It is the same this year. So shout out to the ladies that are leading Black Mental Wellness. And... um you know, great programming, great people, great resources on the website for those looking for therapists, counselors, et cetera. And uh, hey, them, that's the family. So make sure y'all check that out. Sure. That being said, Jarrell, you look like what Jimmy Butler should look like on NBA uh, Picture Night, but he <laughs> went with the emo thing. So thank God you didn't do that. Do you have mm-hmm. anything... For the people, before we get up out of this thing, <laughs> it's the season. Everybody, just Uh-oh. continue to uh, prepare yourselves for the holidays and love people, love family, love friends. That's all I'll say. I thought he was about to bust out his Mariah Carey. Oh nah. <laughs> he already said he ain't Christmas lights real soon, so there's that. Oh yeah, it's going down tomorrow. Oh, see. <laughs> Next, by the time y'all hear this episode, Jarrell will have Christmas lights up. He will have eggnog in his house, and he will be trying to figure out a way to bypass Thanksgiving and have Christmas immediately. I don't know how. I don't know why. Check on y'all family and friends because Jarrell is dangerous out here. Anyway, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all check out the website at uh, mentalmatterspodcast.com. Domain change. Um. You can check us out on all social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, yeah, there too. Well, X, whatever y'all want to call it. Um, check. <laughs> just, I don't know what Jarrell is doing. <laughs> uh, him and his hair. Anyway, um, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you stream us and subscribe to the channels there. Um, we are on Apple Podcasts. Uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and wherever you usually get us at for your podcast needs. Um, with that, we out this thing, and uh, until the next episode of this very, very good, the lovely podcast. Be.
Yeah. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm a central man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip though. I don't wanna sink my ship, so gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know your mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yeah.